But we're talking about the different titles that are given to God's word throughout the Bible. Now, Bible says Jesus is the word. So these are titles for Jesus, not just for a book. He is the word. He is the life. And Jesus The living word of God was made flesh 2,000 years ago. Jesús, la palabra viva de Dios fue hecha carne 2,000 años atrás. And he walked on this earth to show us that God's word can be lived out. Y caminó en esta tierra para mostrarnos que la palabra de Dios And so, uh, can be lived. puede ser vivida. He was the example for us. Él fue el ejemplo para nosotros. He was the word made flesh. Fue la palabra hecha carne. We talked about how God's word is referred to in Hebrews 1.3 as the word of power. Hemos hablado como en Hebreos 1.3 dice que la palabra es la palabra de poder. God's word creates. La palabra de Dios crea. It creates. Crea. The word create means to make, bring into existence something that never existed before. Crear es traer en existencia algo que nunca existió. And God does that through His Word. Y Dios lo hace a través de su palabra. His Word is creative power. Su palabra tiene poder creativo. And it has the power to change us, to transform us. Y tiene el poder de cambiarnos, transformarnos. It's called the Word of His power, and it says in Hebrews 1:3 that He holds all things up. With that word. La palabra su poder es en Hebreos 1:3 de que sostiene todas las cosas con su palabra. Now God's word is 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 authority. La palabra de Dios es autoridad. God's word is power for us. La palabra de Dios es poder para nosotros. There's no reason to have to sit down and figure out whether it's true or not. It is the truth. No hay razón para sentarnos a pensar si es verdad o no. Es la verdad. And it's real for us. Es real para nosotros. It's power. Es poder. There's authority in God's word. Hay autoridad en su palabra. And we need that in our lives. Y necesitamos eso en nuestra vida. We need to respect the question we ask ourselves. Is do we really tremble at God's word, or is it just something nice to listen to once in a while? Nos hacemos la pregunta que si en verdad temblamos a su palabra o es simplemente algo bonito que oímos de vez en cuando. Isaiah 66 says that the temple that God makes is a place where God dwells is with the people that tremble at His word. Isaías 66 nos dice de que el templo en el que Dios mora es en aquellos en que tiemblan a su palabra. So we need to ask ourselves: Are we trembling at God's word? Do we respect it? Así tenemos que preguntarnos si temblamos a su palabra. Do we respect the power in that word? Respetamos el poder que hay en su palabra. Do we respect the authority in that word? Respetamos la autoridad en esa palabra. Amen. The second thing we saw some weeks ago was that another title for God's word is the word of faith. Lo segundo que veíamos también hace semana fue la palabra de fe. And it works in two ways. Se obra en dos maneras. First of all, there's no way you can have faith unless God speaks first. Sea, no podemos tener fe hasta que Dios hable. We don't have any human faith in us. No tenemos ninguna fe humana en nosotros. Faith is a gift from God. Fe es un don de Dios. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Pero dice que la fe viene por oír oír la palabra de Dios. But even though that word comes and even though we hear it, we still need to open our hearts and respond to that word. Y aunque esa palabra viene y tenemos que oírla, aún tenemos que abrir nuestros corazones para responder a esa palabra. So When the word of faith comes, sí, cuando la palabra de fe viene, we need to say yes to tenemos it. Que decir, sí, Señor. We need to receive it also. Necesitamos recibirla. Accept it. Aceptarla. And then step out on it. Y entonces dar, dar un paso the para example hacerla. we gave was Peter. He wasn't sure whether that was really Jesus on the water or not. All the disciples were in the boat fearing and trembling for their lives. They weren't sure if that was Jesus on the water. They weren't sure if it really was the living word of God or not. But Peter had one question. Pedro tenía una, una pregunta. He said, "Lord, if you just say, 'Come, I'll come.'" Y él dijo, "Señor, si dice, hazme venir, iré." His, his heart was prepared. 
Su corazón estaba preparado. He wasn't there to figure it out or an analyze it. He was there just to respond to it. No estaba ahí para figurarlo, analizarlo, sino que estaba listo para responder. So he said, and the Lord said, "Come." Y el Señor dijo, "Ven." And the moment he, Peter heard those words, he also stepped out of the boat. Pero esas palabras salió de la barca. Do you think the other disciples could have stepped out also? ¿Y creen que los otros discípulos hubieran podido también dejar la barca? Yeah, should have they stepped out also? Sí, hubieran podido dejar la barca. Yes, they should have. We often make that same mistake. We we watch others step out and we sit and watch. A menudo hacemos ese error de que miramos a otros y nos quedamos viendo. Word of faith has to have action and works to it. La palabra de fe tiene que tener acción para obrar. The third title we had for God's word, Acts 20 verse 32, is that God's word is called the word of His grace. La tercera expresión que vimos acerca de la palabra es que es la palabra de gracia. Paul was speaking to the church in Ephesus there just before he was ready to leave. He said he probably wouldn't see them again. Pablo en He, he was speaking to the elders of Ephesus Church. En la iglesia de Éfesos hablaba a los ancianos, diciéndoles que probablemente no lo iban a ver más. He was preaching all through the night and telling them perhaps he would never see them again. Predicándoles por la noche, haciéndoles ver que quizás no lo verían más. But he wasn't afraid. Pero no tenía miedo. To leave them alone. De dejarlos. Because he had given them the word of grace. Porque había, les había dado la palabra de gracia. And he says, I commend you to the word of his grace. Y él dijo, os encomiendo a la palabra de su gracia. Paul had confidence that he had spoken God's word to these people and those that were partaking of that word would not. Pablo tenía confianza que había compartido la palabra de Dios a estas personas y que si les dejaba no iban a fallar. God's word is the word of grace. La palabra de Dios es la palabra de gracia. It's our food, it's our strength, it's our health, it's what gives us that gives us the very ability to obey it. Nuestra comida, nuestra energía, lo que nos da la habilidad para obedecer. The real question we had is whether or not Uh, are we, do we make God's word our necessary, more important than our necessary food? La pregunta que nos hacemos es si hacemos la palabra de Dios algo más importante aún que nuestra comida necesaria. The man who said that was Job. Y el hombre que dijo eso fue Job. Job didn't even have a Bible to look at. Job ni aún tenía una Biblia que mirar. He lived before the Bible was even put into put together. Él vivía aún antes que la Biblia existiera. But he he had learned to listen to God. Pero aprendió a oír a Dios. He learned to take living words from God. Aprendió a recibir palabras vivas de Dios. And he said, God's word is more important to me. I esteem it as greater and more important than my necessary food. Y él dijo que estimaba la palabra, la palabra de Dios aún mucho más que su la comida necesaria para él. And that's what we need to see in God's word that it's not just something that makes us more religious it's something that gives us the food to live for Jesus. Y eso es lo que tenemos que ver en la palabra de Dios no es lo que nos haga más religiosos sino que es lo que nos dé sea la comida para que podamos vivir para Jesús. Not by bread alone shall man live but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. No solo de pan vive el hombre, sino de toda palabra que procede de la boca de Dios. The fourth thing we saw, another title given to God's word, it's called the, uh, the word of righteousness. Lo cuarto que vimos fue de la palabra de su la palabra de justicia. First of all, God's word is right. Primero, su palabra es justa. There's nothing wrong about it. No hay nada malo en ella. It is what's right. Es lo que es bueno. If there's any difference in our way of thinking, it's because we don't think the way the Bible does. Si hay algo diferente en nuestro pensamiento, porque no pensamos como la Biblia piensa. God's word is right. La palabra de Dios es justa. God's word is righteousness. Su palabra es justicia. It's also called in Jeremiah 23 verse 9 the word of His holiness. También llamada Jeremías 23 9 su palabra la palabra de santidad. And something that should be happening in our life is 
as we partake of God's word, is our mind should be renewed day by day to just think and see the way God does. Ya lo que debe pasar en nuestra vida mientras participamos de su palabra es que nuestra mente debe ser renovada. If all if, uh, to think and see the way para, God does. Para pensar y ver como Dios lo hace. If all that reading and studying God's word does is make us feel more spiritual than others, then it's not really changing us. Y si todo lo que hacemos cuando leemos estudiamos su palabra es hacernos más espiritual que otros, entonces en verdad no está cambiando. God's word is righteousness. La palabra de Dios es justicia. Paul told Timothy, meditate in the scriptures. Pablo dijo a Timoteo, medita en las escrituras. Let them become your very thoughts all day long. Deja que lleguen a ser tus pensamientos todo el día. Uh, he says, uh, take time to read them. Le dijo, toma tiempo para leerlas. Uh, in them are life, he told Timothy. Ellas son, ellas son vida, dijo Timoteo. And, and he told Timothy, he said, listen, it's the word of God that get that that's inspired by God. Y lo dijo, es la palabra de Dios que es inspirada por Dios. And it's profitable for reproof, for instruction in righteousness. Y es buena para para reprensión, para instrucción. And we talked about how we can tell whether doctrine is really a doctrine that from God or not. Y hablábamos cómo podemos realmente darnos cuenta si una doctrina es en verdad de Dios o no. Paul told Timothy says these are the words. These are this is the true doctrine that conforms to godliness. Y Pablo dijo a Timoteo, esta es la verdadera doctrina que se conforma a la verdadera piedad. Any doctrine that gives permission to sin is not a doctrine that's according to the words of Jesus Christ. Cualquier doctrina que da permiso para pecar no es una doctrina que se conforma a la palabra de Jesucristo. God's word doesn't give license to any sin. La palabra de Dios no da licencia para ningún pecado. God's word only takes us on more. La palabra de Dios simplemente nos lleva más hacia adelante. Something else about this bread of life is that it just makes us hungry for more if we're really eating it. Y algo más acerca de este pan de vida es que o sea, no hay, no hay sentido para quedarse en medio más. No purpose in standing on the fence. No hay propósito para estar en la, en, en la, en la, en la, en la cerca, ¿no? And a very interesting comment that John, uh, that, 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 that Jesus speaks here to John. Y un comentario muy interesante que Jesús habla aquí a, a Juan. In verse 11, el verso 11, he says, He that is unjust, let him just stay unjust. El que es, in, el que es, in, uh, el que es injusto, que se quede injusto. He that wants to be filthy, then let him get filthy more. Uh, el que es el que verse uh, yeah, verse 11 verse 11 el que sea mundo que siga aún todavía en mundo and he that's righteous y el que es justo let him be even more righteous que sea aún más justo and he that's holy let him get more holy y el que es santo santifíquese aún más in other words there has to be growth in our life o sea que tiene que haber un crecimiento en nuestra vida righteousness needs to grow la justicia tiene que crecer holiness needs to become greater la santidad tiene que agrandecerse más there's more purity that he wants in our life hay más pureza que quiere en nuestra vida and so in the last days it says here that there's going to be two groups one is going on more and one they're going behind more así que en el último día ese que va a haber dos grupos uno que va adelante por más y otro que va para atrás And there's anyone standing still, they're not going, they're only going backwards and not forwards. God's word is the word of righteousness. The question we need to ask ourselves is, is, is our way of thinking and living being changed or are we still the same as we always have been? 
y nos preguntamos si nuestra manera de pensar está siendo cambiada o permanecemos siendo los mismos como antes. Right, let's look at number five. Y número cinco. Something else very interesting we saw some weeks back as well as that the title for God's word is the word of truth. Algo también muy interesante que veíamos esta semana es de que su otro título es la palabra de verdad. It's a word of truth. It comes, it reveals things. It reveals the truth. About us. Es la palabra de verdad que revela a nosotros la verdad de nosotros. We don't understand even our own selves, our, the way, we, the why we do certain things, why we act like we do. We can't comprehend sometimes the things that go on inside of us. No nos entendemos nosotros mismos, y aún porque hacemos las cosas que hacemos, no nos entendemos a veces por qué actuamos así. But God's Bible says, to God's word we're naked and bare. Pero la dice que la palabra de Dios estamos desnudos. A, a él. Yeah. And, and everything's exposed to his word. Y que todo es expuesto a su palabra. Sometimes we go on hiding like Adam and Eve did. They heard the word of the Lord walking in the garden. They went and hid themselves. A veces vamos y nos escondemos como Adán y Eva que oyeron la palabra de Dios en el jardín y fueron y se escondieron. They knew the truth. Sabían la verdad. They didn't want it to come out. Pero no querían salir afuera. They were covering themselves. Estaban cubriéndose. But the word of truth. Pero la verdad, la palabra de verdad. The Bible says it's like a sharp two-edged sword. Hebrews 4 verse 12. Esa es la Biblia en Hebreos 4:12 de que es como una espada de dos filos. And One way to understand that two-edged sword is that one side, of course, we use on others. <laughs> But that'll only be as sharp as the side that we use for ourselves. It's the word of truth. Es la palabra de verdad. Uh, no sense preaching to others what we can't do ourselves. No hay sentido de predicar a otros lo que no podemos hacer nosotros. It's a word of truth. Es la palabra de verdad. We need to let the Lord reveal to us things. Debemos dejar a Dios que nos revele a nosotros nuestras cosas. I, I think sometimes as Christians we think conviction is something we used to get when we were young in the Lord. A veces creo que como cristianos convicción es algo que recibíamos cuando éramos jóvenes you know, en el Señor. I, yeah, I used to get conviction of sin when I was younger in the Lord, but now I don't need any more conviction because I'm all mature. Decimos yo solía recibir convicción cuando era joven en el Señor, pero ahora ya no necesito más convicción porque ya soy un maduro. Sometimes we think conviction of sin is for those who don't know Christ. They need the conviction because we we we've already passed that. A veces pensamos que la convicción de pecado es para los que no conocen a Cristo porque ellos necesitan convicción. Nosotros ya pasamos eso. And we're missing the point entirely. Y estamos realmente perdiendo el el punto en verdad. The light that the Lord Jesus brings into our life is progressive. La luz que el Señor trae a nuestra vida es una luz progresiva. It gets brighter and brighter until the perfect day. The Bible says. Se hace más y más radiante hasta que llegue el día perfecto. And one thing that's a sign of maturity in our life. Y una señal de que hay madurez en nuestra vida. Is that the the sword is getting sharper and sharper. Es que la espada está llegando a ser más y más filosa. Perhaps longer and longer. Y quizás aún mucho más larga. And it's cutting deeper and deeper. Y corta aún más y más profundo. The sign of maturity is that we're 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 appreciating conviction. Una señal de madurez es que estamos es que apreciamos convicción. That's the question we put there. Do we appreciate conviction from God's word or not? Es la pregunta que nos hacemos si apreciamos la convicción de la palabra de Dios o no. You know, you can look at when someone comes and said, "Brother or sister, this is wrong." Podemos darnos cuenta cuando alguien viene y dice una hermana o un hermano esto está mal. En ese momento ten, ten, tenemos un, una decisión. Cuando endurecemos nuestro corazón y decimos también tú tienes problemas en tu vida. O decimos no está mal al fin yo vi a tal persona hacerlo también. Right, and we can we can uh, we can avoid that conviction. Y podemos tratar de evitar esa convicción. Or we can take it. Oh, podemos recibirla. As a quick ticket to go to the cross. Como quizás un pase, un pase rápido para ir a la cruz. Right. Don't you remember when you went to the cross the first time? No recuerdas cuando fuiste a la cruz la primera vez? 
Or did, did you ever go to the cross? O fuiste alguna vez a la cruz? Remember when you first went to the cross? Recuerdas la primera vez que fuiste a la cruz? You went there and, and you weren't saying, Lord, I, I, I just have a few problems. I don't have that many problems, just one or two. Quizás no, no, no decía, Señor, yo solo tengo unos cuantos problemas. No tengo muchos problemas. Is that the way we first came to the cross? Fue así cuando primeramente fuiste a la cruz? When you came to the cross, did, didn't you say, Lord, I'm, I'm messed up. My life is a mess. Cuando me diste la cruz, no dijiste, Señor, mi vida eh, está destruida, es un desorden. There's no good thing in me, Lord. No hay nada bueno en mí, Señor. I'm a sinner. Soy un pecador. That's why you died. Por eso moriste. That's why you gave your life. Por eso diste tu vida. That's why you shed your blood. Por eso derramaste tu sangre. Because that's exactly what I need. Porque exactamente lo que necesito. When you came to the cross like that, cuando veniste a la cruz así, feeling that the heavy burden of sin, sintiendo el peso del 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 pecado, didn't you go away from that cross with great joy in your heart? No fuiste a la cruz con un gran corazón, un gozo en tu corazón. Didn't you go with, didn't you go walk away from that cross with real joy in your life? No, quizás te alejaste de esa cruz con ese gozo en tu vida. You felt liberty. Sentiste la libertad. You felt peace. Sentiste la paz. You felt joy. Sentiste el gozo. You felt the acceptance of the Father through Jesus. Sentiste la aceptación del Padre a través de there's no better place to be than the cross. No había mejor lugar que la cruz. But we lose opportunity to go there when we avoid conviction. Pero perdemos la oportunidad de ir ahí cuando evitamos la convicción. We lose the opportunity to go to the cross when we hide from conviction. Perdemos la oportunidad de ir a la cruz cuando quizás nos escondemos de la convicción. Whenever we begin blaming everybody else for our problems. Y después empezamos a culpar a todos los demás por nuestros problemas. Whenever we begin seeing all the faults of others and can't see our own. Empezamos a ver las faltas en todos los demás menos nosotros. The cross gets farther and farther and farther away. Y la cruz se, se, se mira como muy 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 distante. Conviction needs to be something that's so precious to us. La convicción tiene que ser algo que sea precioso a nosotros. When a brother or sister comes and says, you know, don't you think this is something you should be doing? Cuando un hermano o hermana viene y te dice, no crees que es algo que debes estar haciendo? Or a brother and sister comes to you and says, don't you think that maybe that's something that you shouldn't be doing? O te dicen que está esto es algo que quizás no deberías de estar haciendo? Or when the word of God is being spoken, you may hear turn on a radio and a preacher there is preaching on something that just pierces your heart. O cuando quizás la escuchas, enciendes la radio, escuchas a alguien que predica la palabra de Dios y penetra tu corazón. So often the very first response is, well, you know, I, I, it can't be that bad in my life. I'm not doing that many wrong things. Y a menudo la primera respuesta es de que bueno, no, no puedo estar tan mal en mi vida, no estoy haciendo tantas cosas malas. Or maybe we start balancing it all out and say, well, I'm, I'm, you know, I may do a few wrong things over here, but I do enough good on this side. It doesn't really matter. O empieza a tratar de balancear lo que dice, bueno, hago tal vez hago unas cosas malas acá, pero estoy haciendo muchas cosas buenas aquí. And what happens is we miss our opportunity to enjoy the precious time at the foot of the cross. And the cross becomes something that we saw a long time ago but not something we experience every day. The Bible says if we walk in the light as He is in the light are there any shadows in heaven right now? No, there's no shadows in heaven. No, hay sombras en el cielo. No, there's no shadow to hide in up there. No, hay sombras en la que te puedas esconder allá. He's, he is the light. Not only is he walking in light, but he is the light. Él es la luz. No solamente anda en la luz, sino de que él es la luz. And the Bible says if we walk in the light as he's in the light. Y la Biblia dice que si andamos en la luz como él está en la luz. Then comes the difficult part of that verse. Entonces viene la parte quizás difícil de ese verso. And have fellowship one with another. Dice que entonces tenemos comunión unos con otros. See, see, if all of us were just to be on our own little mountain, our own little shack, worshiping and praising God all day and all night nothing else to do nobody else to see uh, we, we would all think we were perfect si todos estamos también quizás en nuestra propia montaña en nuestra propia choza en algún lado sin tener que ver nada con nadie ¿no? so, when, so when I get next to Martin I realize how messed up I am 
Es quizás cuando me acerco a la vida que me doy cuenta quizás lo mal que estoy. It's when I try to work with other brothers and sisters and find out that it's not so easy to come to agreement on things. That's when I realize something's wrong with me. Es cuando quizás trabajo con hermanos y hermanas y tratamos de, de, de llegar a acuerdo en algo. Es entonces me doy cuenta, ¿no? That there's something wrong inside algo me. Que algo realmente está mal en mí. That there's things that need to change in me. Ay, veo que hay cosas que, que hay que cambiar. There's no way for us to walk in the light without having fellowship. No hay manera de andar en la luz sin tener comunión. There's no way for us to walk in the light without having communion one with another. No hay manera de andar en la luz sin que tengamos comunión unos con los otros. And we can't have communion with anyone. Y no podemos tener comunión con nadie. Unless we're willing to walk in the light. A menos de que estemos dispuestos a andar en la luz. It doesn't work. No trabaja. You can have your friendships. Puedes tener tus amistades. You can have a friendship with this person friendship with that person. But how many know the difference between friendship and fellowship? There was an old pastor I knew. He, uh, I met him years, years ago. He, he said, um, friendship always turns out to be a battleship. Right? It doesn't sound so much in Spanish. It's a little easier to understand. Battle, friendship is always ends up a battleship. But fellowship Pero la is a Red Cross ship. Right? It's a little play on words there, but the mm. idea is this. There's a big difference. Where our, our relationship one with another is based on family ties or nationality or culture, uh, that's friendship, that's not fellowship. Fellowship goes way beyond all that. And it only happens. Solo sucede when we're walking in the light. And when we're willing for that sword, the word of truth. Y cuando estamos dispuestos a que esa, esa espada, la, verdad, la, la palabra de verdad, to cut us. nos corte. And we appreciate that. Y entonces apreciamos eso. And we appreciate when others tell us, hey, you're wrong. Apreciamos cuando otros nos dicen, esto está mal. Gives us a chance to go back to the cross. Nos da la oportunidad de volver a la cruz. Gives us a chance to go back to the foot of Jesus and say, Lord, it's true, I am wrong. Nos There are things that need to be changed in me. Nos da la oportunidad de ir a los pies de Jesús y decirse, Señor, es verdad, esto está malo. Necesito que lo cambies en mí. It gives us a living testimony. Nos da un testimonio vivo. To others. A otros. You know, many times people in the world they say, "Well, you know, okay, okay, so you're a Christian, so that means you're perfect now." Y muchas veces las personas del mundo dicen, "Ah, eres cristiano, así que ya eres perfecto." That means you don't sin anymore. Quiere decir que ya no pecas más. And, and sometimes we, we get kind of stumbled. Well, you know, I just, I know, I, last night I kind of messed up pretty bad, and we wonder, well, how can we testify to others? Y a veces no, o sea, pensamos y decimos, bueno, anoche creo que realmente hice algo malo, ¿no? And we think, well, how can I testify? Y pensamos cómo puedo testificar entonces. That's not the issue. Pero eso no es el punto. Whether we're, whether we're perfect or not, realizing how imperfect we really are. No tiene que ver nada con que seamos perfectos o no, sino que nos demos cuenta de lo imperfecto que somos. But there's forgiveness. Porque hay perdón. That there's forgiveness. Hay perdón. There's cleansing. Hay, hay there's limpieza. a cross we can run to. There's the correr. arms of a father we can fall into. The arms of a father Estamos, we can fall into. Los del padre, que caer en ellos. And, and day after day, whether we stumble and fall or not, we know we have someone there to hear us. Y día a día, ya sea uno que tropecemos, sabemos de que He receives us. Right. We're in his family. How we need to appreciate the cross. Our testimony to the world is not that now we're perfect and we're better than they are. Our testimony is that we're still messed up, but we have a cross, we have the blood, we have the power of the gospel to change us. Nuestro testimonio al mundo no es de que ahora somos perfectos. 
y, y que no pecamos más sino de que ahora We, we have the cross. We have the gospel. We have the blood of Jesus. And we experience it every day. But we need to learn how to walk and hold on to that word of truth. And appreciate every time it cuts us up. Every time it pierces us. It feels real good to use it on someone else sometimes. But that's not what God... That, that, that's a two-edged sword. It's not just one side. It's not just one side. It's the word of truth. It's the word of truth. The question is, is, is do we appreciate conviction? Y la pregunta es que nos hacemos es si apreciamos la convicción. Do we appreciate conviction from God's word? Apreciamos la convicción de la palabra de Dios. Let's read Hebrews 4, verse 12 and 13 and just put this a bit into our heart and mind as uh, one more time here. Leamos Hebreos 4, 2. Hebrews 4, verses 12 and 13. It says, for the word of God is quick. That means it's living. The word of God is living and it's powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Verse 13, Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Dice el verso 12 de que la palabra de Dios es viva y eficaz y más cortante que toda espada de dos filos y penetra hasta partir el alma y el espíritu, las coyunturas y los tuétanos y disierna los pensamientos y las intenciones del corazón. Y no hay cosa creada que no sea manifiesta en su presencia. Antes bien, todas las cosas están desnudas y abiertas a los ojos de aquel a quien tenemos que dar cuenta. The only way God can change us la única manera que Dios nos puede cambiar es by bringing us to a new truth about ourselves each day. The only way he can change us is by first showing us what needs to be changed. We're not changed simply because we're walking close to him. There needs to be that cutting of the sword. There needs to be that piercing and where it comes clearly this area you are not like him. Esa, esa penetración de la espada en que claramente nos dice esta área no estás andando bien miren también en 2 Corintios 3 this is a verse to me that makes it so clear how God transforms us into the image of Christ y este es un verso que lo hace tan claro como Dios nos transforma a la imagen de Cristo in all of 2 Corinthians chapter 3 Paul is comparing the Old Testament ministry of the law to the New Testament ministry of truth en todo segunda de Corintios 3 Pablo compara el ministerio del Dios Testamento de la ley al nuevo ministerio del Nuevo Testamento de gracia. Yeah, you remember how John begins in his gospel. He says Moses came with law, but Jesus came with grace and what else? Moses says in John 1, Moses came with law. En Juan 1 dice que Moisés vino con la ley. But Jesus came with. Jesús vino con qué? Grace and. Con la gracia. One more word, very important word. Huh? No? Truth. Came with truth, grace, and truth. Vino con verdad y gracia. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, en capítulo 3 after comparing people, that, uh, comparing a ministry by written words and laws, se puede comparar un ministerio que era 
un ministerio de, de, de leyes escritas. Yeah, I mean, it, it would be very, very easy if we just had a book that says, "Don't do this and do this, don't do this and do this," and o sea, told us each day what to do. O sea, que sería fácil tener un libro que nos diga todos los días, no hagas esto, haz esto, no hagas esto, no hagas esto. I mean, ¿no? that, that's kind of what all religions try to accomplish is by telling people what's wrong, telling people what's right, and trying to give them the motivation to do what's right and not do what's wrong. Y es que es algo que las religiones tratan de llevar a cabo, ¿no? De hacerle, hacer, a ver a la gente lo que está bien, lo que está mal, y hacerles que uh, quizás hacerle de, de, de desear de que hagan lo que está bueno, ¿no? But here it says in verse 6 that, that the letter kills. Verso 6 aquí dice que la letra mata. The letter just kills and shows us how incapable we are of even doing it. Dice que la letra mata y nos muestra quizás lo, lo incapaz que somos de hacerlo. But the Spirit gives life. Pero el Espíritu da vida. And he goes on and explains how Moses could, the people could not even look upon his face. He had to put a veil on his face because of the glory that was there. Y continúa a explicar cómo Moisés, la, el pueblo no podía ni verle a su, a su rostro por la, la gloria que estaba en él. Ten, tuvo que ponerse un velo sobre su rostro. And he exp explains that that veil is upon the hearts of many people. He's using that veil that Moses put on his face. Remember when he came down the second time from the mountain, not the first time, but the second time, there was glory all over his face. Remember the first time he went up the mountain, he got the Ten Commandments. The second time he fasted for 40 days, it was for intercession for God's people. He prayed for the people. Intercedió, ayunó por 40 días and he prayed for the people. y oró por el pueblo and he came down, there was glory on his face. y bajó del monte con esa gloria people en su rostro couldn't even see his face. y el pueblo no podía ni ver su rostro tenía que esconderse de ellos cuando se tornaba a Dios claro no necesitaba el velo se lo podía quitar para verlo cara a cara cuando se tornaba al pueblo tenía que ponerse el velo de vuelta Pablo dice que ese velo está en los corazones de personas hoy. It says in verse 14, but their minds were blinded for until this day the same veil untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament which veil is taken away in Christ. Verse 14. In verse 15, but even unto this day when Moses is read or when the Bible is read, when the word of God is read, the veil is still on their hearts, he says. Read ahead. Verse 15 there, yeah. Verse 15. Verso 15 dice que aún hasta el día de hoy, aún cuando se lee que está la Biblia hoy, dice que el velo está puesto sobre el corazón de ellos. It's still there on their hearts. Está ahí en sus corazones. You see, nevertheless, verse 16. Nevertheless, when a man or when it when a man turns to the Lord, just like Moses did, the veil can be taken away. Pero cuando se convierte al Señor The veil. El velo se quita, ¿no? Es quitado. Yeah, that's right. When he turns to the Lord. So what he says here in verse 18 is this. Así que lo que nos dice aquí en el verso 16 es esto. We can read the Bible with a veil on our heart too. Que podemos leer la Biblia con un velo en nuestro corazón también. We can read the Bible with a veil on our heart. Podemos leerla con un velo en nuestro corazón. And I mean, our mind is receiving certain things. Y nuestra mente está recibiendo ciertas cosas. We're receiving the knowledge of it. Recibimos el conocimiento. Yes, de I understand this verse and this verse and it all fits together, you know. Y sí, entiendo este verso y este verso y todo, eh, todo cabe bien. But 
nothing happens inside. Pero nada sucede adentro. Because there's a veil there. Porque está velado. Veil on our hearts. El velo en el corazón. We see it. Lo vemos. We see the scriptures. Vemos la escritura. And, and, and it's true. When we, for instance, the very first veil that was removed in our lives. Y es verdad, ¿no? que por ejemplo el primer velo que fue removido en nuestra vida. Is when we realized we were sinners. You es see, altogether sinners. Cuando nos damos cuenta que somos pecadores, que todos pecadores. To, before we came to Christ that very first time, there was a veil there, and we could see. People could preach to us all day, all night. We wouldn't understand the thing they were saying. La primera vez que venimos a Cristo, había ese velo en nosotros y todos nos podían predicar todo el tiempo y no podíamos verlo. I don't know how it was with you, but I remember when I gave my life. See, I had I had grown up reading the Bible. Yo no sé cómo fue con ustedes, pero yo cuando Uh, when I was younger I, I read the Bible joven, yo crecí la I read the Bible just because I thought it was a nice book to read I didn't know it was God's word I went to church because I thought it was a nice thing to do I didn't go because God was there I didn't even know about God being there but one thing I remember very clearly is when I turned to the Lord the day I gave my life to Christ this book became alive to me este libro se, um, se, se cobró vida. I began to hear God speak through the word to me. Empezó a ir a Dios hablar a través de su palabra a mí. Now there's still a lot of things I read here and there's a veil. I know there's still a veil there. Hay cosas también que leo hoy en día que todavía está un velo. I don't understand everything. Paul says one day we'll see face to face everything. Y no entiendo todo. One day como, Paul como, como Pablo dice que un día veremos todos yeah. cara a cara. He says now we see dimly. Por eso él dice que ahora vemos opaco. Pero un día veremos todo cara a cara. So there's still certain veils in our life. Así que aún hay ciertos velos en nuestros corazones. But the more we allow God to speak and the more we appreciate conviction from the word of truth. Pero lo más que dejamos a, a, a Dios hablar y apreciamos la convicción de la palabra de verdad. The more opportunity. La más oportunidad que we tenemos. We have for more veils to be removed. Para que más velos sean removidos. The word of God comes and speaks to us about how patient God is. La palabra de Dios viene y nos habla de lo paciente que Dios es. What's the first thing we realize about ourselves? Que lo primero que nos damos cuenta de nosotros. How impatient we are. Lo impaciente que somos. Wow. He's patient. Él es paciente. I'm very impatient. Yo soy bien impaciente. He never loses his temper. I always lose my temper. Él nunca se enoja. Yo siempre, yo siempre me enojo. And all of a sudden, we can do one of two things. We can say, "Well, it's okay. Other people do it too." De repente podemos hacer una o dos cosas. Bueno, eh, podemos decir, "Está bien, todos lo hacen también." It's not really that bad. There's worse things that one can do. No es tan malo si hay otras cosas peores que otros pueden hacer. Or we can say, "Hey, I want to be like him." O podemos decir, "Bueno, yo quiero ser como él." This is sin. This is wrong. Esto es pecado. Está mal. Sin just means missing the mark. El pecado simplemente significa que que pierdes la marca, ¿no? Sin means just not bulls, not hitting the bull. I say, Lord, there's impatience in my life. I'm not a patient person, Lord. It's sin. I'm not hitting the mark like I want to. And it's interesting. The moment we begin to open, all of a sudden, God begins to show us things we never knew about ourselves. He begins bringing people our way that even try our patience. We don't realize that's God. No damos cuenta de que Dios. We don't realize those people are sent by God. No damos cuenta que son personas traídas por Dios. Sometimes we run away from them. A veces huimos de ellas. Or we tell them to leave us alone. 
Les decimos que nos dejen en paz. Or, or we, we have our own excuses. O tenemos nuestras excusas. We don't realize. No nos damos cuenta. God's trying to answer our prayer. Que Dios está tratando de responder nuestra oración. By showing us what's really inside. Con mostrarnos lo que está en verdad dentro. The Bible says you shall know the truth. La Biblia dice que conoceréis la verdad. Truth will set you free. Y la verdad os hará libre. This is what this Bible says. What it says right here. Es lo que dice aquí. It says, but we all, whenever we turn with an open face, we behold as in a glass or as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. Then He changes us into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Go ahead. English. verso aquí 18, que por tanto nosotros todos mirando a cara descubierta como un espejo la gloria del Señor, somos transformados de gloria en gloria en la misma imagen como por el Espíritu del Señor. Sanctification is not something that happens in one single day. La santificación es algo que pasa un solo día. We get saved, sins forgiven, that happens in a moment. Y somos salvos, somos perdonados, eso pasa en un momento. But this change doesn't say immediately in a twinkle of an eye. Pero este cambio no dice que inmediatamente, ¿no? It says from glory to glory. Dice que de gloria en gloria. From glory to glory. De gloria en gloria. There's stages. Hay etapas. There, there, and it all has to do with the amount, how many veils we allow him to take from our hearts. Y tiene que ver quizá con cuántos velos dejamos que pueda remover de nuestro corazón. You know, it's kind of like peeling an onion, isn't it? Es quizá como pelar una cebolla. You know, the more, more layers you take off, the smellier it gets and the more tears in your eyes. Lo más que la pela. Right? Mm -hmm. More tears in our eyes. And sometimes we don't want to go on looking at the glory of the Lord. But as we continue looking, He'll change us. From glory to glory. So that's the word of truth. Esa es la palabra de verdad. Question we're asking ourselves is, are we appreciating conviction from God's word? Preguntamos si apreciamos la convicción de la palabra de Dios. Do we appreciate it? Apreciamos eso. Does it become more precious to us as we be, as we're growing in the Lord? A sign of our growth, a sign of maturity, is that conviction becomes more precious to us. Y mientras crecemos en el Señor, una una señal de ese crecimiento es que la convicción se convierte más preciosa. Sometimes, I guess, even as parents, we have this problem where you know we want our children to think that we're faultless. You know, they, if they find we're afraid if they find faults in us and problems in us that. Well, we'll lose their respect, or they won't see us as parents anymore. Y a menudo, aún como padres, no tenemos quizás esa falla. Queremos que nuestros hijos piensen que somos sin falta, no de que si se dan cuenta de algo malo, una falta que está en nosotros, que ya no nos van a tener más respeto. And sometimes we're like that in the church as well. We kind of think, well, if people know the problems I'm having, the struggles I'm going through, they'll. They'll think I'm not really spiritual like I appear to be. Yeah, ese también tenemos el problema en la iglesia de que si todos se dan cuenta los problemas que estoy teniendo, que como de lo que estoy pasando, de que ya no van a pensar de que soy espiritual. In a moment, someone comes and points a finger, or God's word comes and convicts. We want to avoid it, especially if other people are watching us. En el momento de que alguien viene nos apunta un dedo, de que la comisión viene, queremos evitarlo, especialmente si alguien está viendo. That's not a sign of maturity. That's a sign of going backwards and not forward. Eso no es una señal de madurez, una señal de que vamos para atrás en vez de seguir para adelante. Sign of maturity is that we love to go to the cross. La señal de madurez es que nos nos encanta venir a la cruz. Sign of maturity is that we 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 we're will, we. We're glad when people see us as we really are. <laughs> we're not trying to pretend. People see us for what we see. If, if you, if I, if I pretend so well that you all think I'm perfect, nobody will pray for me anymore. <laughs> see, but I, I thank God. People come and say, "Brother, we see you know how messed up you are. We're praying for you, brother." <laughs> 
¿Cuántos problemas tienes? So Vamos a orar por ti. So I get more prayer than everybody does. Así see? que recibo más oración que todos quizás. Works out nice for me. Y trabaja bien para okay. mí entonces. Somebody wants to change us. Dios tiene que cambiarnos. He wants to change us. Quiere cambiarnos. A, a sixth uh, title for God's word is the word of patience. I love this one. This title, it's precious. It's. Número seis es la palabra de paciencia y me gusta mucho. Has to do with God's promises. Tiene que ver con la promesa de Dios. The God speaks promises to us. We often are. Uh, thinking that those things have to happen right away. There's a lot of God's promises that uh, we may not even get our hands on in this life. If you look in Hebrews chapter 11, very interesting here. In Hebrews chapter 11, it's talking about men of faith. And you'll find in Hebrew 11, uh, Hebrews, the book of Hebrews, in several places, it uses the term faith and patience. Y encontramos en el libro de Hebreos en diferentes lugares de que usa la expresión fe y paciencia. There's a real, uh, a wrong doctrine in the church, I think, today. Uh, not maybe necessarily a doctrine, but a way of thinking that that uh, if you pray and you don't get an answer to that prayer, that means you just don't have enough faith. Y quizás hoy en día en la iglesia encontramos una manera de pensar que 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 no es errónea porque se dice, bueno, si oras y no lo recibes, quiere decir que no tienes fe. Means your faith isn't up enough, you que tu fe no está tan allá arriba. Pensamos que de alguna manera si podemos tener suficiente fe, podemos hacer que Dios haga lo que queramos. That's not the way Christianity is all. That's not what Christianity is about. Eso no es de lo que el cristianismo se trata. And what's very interesting about Hebrews 11 is known as the, the, the hall of faith or the hall of fame, hall of faith. Uh. Eh, 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 lo interesante es que el Hebreo capítulo 11 es conocido como este salón de la fe, ¿no? And these men, men are listed here that did things by faith and they're honored throughout all of eternity. This is God's eternal word. Throughout all eternity, these men's names will be honored because of the faith they showed. Y, y encontramos en este capítulo nombres de, nombre de estos hombres que son, han sido honrados por su fe y a través de toda la eternidad, o sea, esta es la palabra de Dios, van a ser eh, 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 honrados por la fe que tuvieron. But what's very precious about this chapter is that it's real it's not fan fantasy it's realistic faith is not fantasy it's realistic it's the substance of things hoped for as it goes through this list it talks about Noah y mientras vamos por esta lista habla de Noé. Talks about Abraham. Habla de Abraham. Talks about Isaac and Jacob. Isaac, de Jacob. Talks about Joshua, Moses. De Josué, de Moisés. But one thing it says, look with me in verse 13. Pero lo que dice, vean el verso 13. It says they died in faith. Dice que murieron en fe. Now what does that mean? Does that mean they got all the answers to their prayers and everything happened the way they believed? ¿Qué quiere decir de que, que, que recibieron toda la respuesta a sus oraciones? They got everything that they believed. Y recibieron todo lo que creyeron. Says they died in faith. That means when they died, they got everything they ever believed for. Y se murieron en fe, así que cuando murieron recibían todo lo que querían. That's not what it says. No es lo que dice. It says these all died in faith, not having received the promises. Y dice todos estos murieron en fe, no habiendo recibido las promesas. But they saw them afar off. Sino que las vieron de lejos. The faith that they had saw the promises afar off, and they never changed what they believed. La fe que tenían le hizo ver estas promesas de lejos, pero nunca cambió lo que creyeron. It says they were persuaded of them. Dice que estaban convencidos. And they embraced them. Y que la, la abrazaron, and they confessed. Y que confesaron. That they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. 
that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Que eran como estran, uh, peregrinos y extranjeros en esta tierra. That's right. Look on down at the, uh, towards the end of the chapter here. It talks about the great things they did by faith. Y al final del capítulo habla acerca de las grandes cosas que hicieron por fe. How, how, how the walls of Jericho fell by faith. Como las paredes de Jericho cayeron por fe. The Passover. Como la Pascua. How they conquered kingdoms. Como conquistaron reinos. In verse 32 it says, what more shall I say? En el verso 32 que más diremos. Dice. He says, time would fail me if I told you about Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah and David and Samuel. Dice que el tiempo no no sería suficiente si tratara de decir acerca de Gideón, de Barak, de Samson, de de David, no de Samuel. He says, time would fail me if I would talk about all these things, all what they did by faith, all that they did. Dice el tiempo me faltaría si tratara de decir acerca de todo lo que hicieron. Men of faith that did things. Hombres de fe que hicieron cosas. What did they do? ¿Y qué hicieron? Well, they By faith they subdued kingdoms. Bueno, por fe hicieron, hicieron reinados que se rindieran. By faith they wrought righteousness. Ah, por fe hicieron justicia. They obtained promises. Obtuvieron las promesas. That's interesting, isn't it? They obtained ¿no? them. They stopped the mouths of lions. Dice que ah, cerraron la boca de leones. Remember Daniel, right? Como, Men of faith. Como Daniel, ¿no? Men de fe. Verse 34, they quenched the violence and escaped the edge of the swords. En el verso 34, que apagaron el fuego, dice. And they escaped the edge of the sword. Escaparon la espada. It said in weakness they were made strong. Dice que en debilidad fueron hechos fuertes. They waxed valiant in fights. They waxed valiant in fights. They turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Dice que... Fueron a pelear valientemente los lo ejércitos de, 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 de otras naciones, ¿no? Now, normally when we think of faith, we think of things like that, don't we? A menudo cuando pensamos de fe, pensamos en cosas como esta. Wow, look what these mighty men of faith did. Wow, mira lo que estos hombres de fe hicieron. Oh, they parted the Red Sea. Partieron el Mar Rojo. David, uh, Samson with a jawbone of a donkey killed so many men. Samson con una quijada que mató a tantos hombres. And they won battles by faith. Ganaron batallas por fe. Verse 35. Verso 35. Women received their dead raised up Raised up to life again. Las mujeres recibieron sus muertos, dice nuevamente. That's a wonderful problem. That's a wonderful thing. Es algo maravilloso, ¿no? They received their, 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 their children back to life. Recibieron a sus hijos de vuelta a la vida, dice. But then goes on and gives another list here. Pero después nos da una lista aquí. This is still a list of faith now. Es Careful. otra lista de fe, sí. This is still a list of faith. Es una lista de fe todavía. Says others were tortured. Dice que otros fueron torturados. Not accepting release. No aceptando el, 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 el ser libres. That doesn't sound like faith, does it? Ahora eso no, no suena como fe, ¿no? I mean, I thought faith meant blessing, blessing everywhere. Yo pensaba que la fe era acerca de bendición y bendición todo el tiempo. I thought faith meant, you know, oh, promises, everything going good for me. Yo pensaba que la fe era acerca de promesas, todo me va bien. Here's someone who by faith is tortured. <laughs> Aquí hay alguien que por la fe es torturado. And doesn't accept the deliverance. Que no acepta ser, ser libre. That they might obtain a better resurrection. Para poder obtener una mejor resurrección. Verse 36 dice que otros experimentaron vituperios y azotes. Dice que otros prisiones y cárceles. Dice que fueron apedreados. We look at some people's lives. We say, "Well, that, well, that's faith. I mean, that's just blessing all the way down the road." But we see people like this. We say, "Oh, they must have lost their faith." See, if they would just would have had more faith, they wouldn't have been tortured. You see, they could have just told the people to be quiet and release them. I mean, Peter got set free from prison, didn't he? Didn't Peter get set free from prison Pedro by an angel? Libertado de la cárcel, no? I mean, what faith? 
¿Qué fe? He was set free from the prison. Fue libertado de la prisión. Paul and Silas down there singing in jail and uh, just after being whipped and beat, the whole place opens up, they get a convert, Philippian jailer is a convert and they walk out free. I mean, what faith? Pablo y Silas también cantaron, se regresaron a la cárcel ¿no? y después de... Wow, what faith they had! But others were stoned. Others were killed. Stephen was martyred. Stephen was martyred. Stephen. The thing is this: the promises that God gives us aren't only just for this life. There's promises that are even more precious. Those the ones that are for eternity. There's promises, and, and even the promise, for instance, for divine healing. He's not. He's not rating us according to how many promises we've gotten. What we've received. He's rating us according to our faith in what he said. What he said. His rating for us is not how many promises we've received. But rather, how many, how much faith we have in the promises that we don't see yet. Under the word of patience, we studied about uh, 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 Joseph. And it still amazes me the way he spoke to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh had two dreams of the same thing. And Joseph said the reason why he had two dreams about the same thing is for two reasons. One, because it's established by God. And the other, it's going to happen right away. Now, how did Joseph figure that one out? How could Joseph think like that? He had two dreams about the same thing. Did it happen right away? No, it didn't happen for about 22 years. He didn't see his brothers and sisters until he was like, way up in his late 20s. See, it didn't matter to Joseph. He had patience. He realized with God. He realized that with God, one day is as a thousand years. Un día es como mil años. And a thousand years like one day. Mil años como un día. And what we need to believe, y lo que que creer, regardless of what we see, no lo que veamos, is that God's word is true. Es de que la de Dios es and it's always true. Y que es it's always true. Será we can hold on to it. Que People will laugh at us. People will make fun of us. Se van a burlar. Say, how can you believe that? Dirán, ¿cómo creer eso? You're getting sicker and sicker, and yet you still believe he can heal? But we're holding on to his words. What's important is how we end. Do we end still holding on to the promises? That's the word of patience. Look with me in Psalms 105 about Joseph, a very precious verse. It says that the word of the Lord tried him. Yeah. Psalms 105, Salmo 105 it says this in verse 17, verse 17 it says he sent a man before them even Joseph who was sold for a servant whose feet they hurt with fetters and he was laid in iron 
verse 18 afligieron sus pies con grillos en cárcel fue puesta su persona listen to verse 19 until the time that his word came hasta la hora que su, se cumplió su palabra the the la palabra him. del Señor dice su, sus dichos le probaron el beneficio de aferrarnos a la palabra de Dios es, es lo que hace dentro de nosotros que nos cambia es la, es la palabra de su paciencia y también vemos en Hechos hecho 26 vemos como Pablo habló Paul was an interesting man and, and uh, the, the, this, around the time of this the time he's speaking here to King Agrippa he makes a statement here and you need to understand what took place in Paul's life. In Acts 26 Paul is preaching to King Agrippa. En Hechos 26 vemos a Pablo está predicando al rey Agripa. You need to, need to understand how Paul ended up in that place. Y hay que entender cómo Pablo terminó en su lugar. People were prophesying to Paul everywhere. Uh, muchos profetizaron a Pablo en, en, en todo lugar. Paul, if you go to that place, if you go to Jerusalem, le dijeron Pablo si vas a Jerusalén, you're going to be afflicted, you're going to be tested. Vas a ser afligido, vas a ser Paul, probado. if you go to Jerusalem, they're going to bind you up. One prophet took a belt off and tied himself up with it and said, that's what's going to happen to you if you go to Jerusalem. Un profeta se, aún tomó su Um, su, su manto, ¿no? y aún se, se amarró a sí mismo diciéndole que esto le, esto le iba a pasar a Pablo si iba a Jerusalén Paul, Jerusalem, si va a Jerusalén va a ser perseguido le dijeron y todos decían Pablo oíste eso oíste eso si vas a Jerusalén va a haber persecución más vale que vayas a otro lugar Paul says, well, you, you don't understand. y Pablo dijo no entienden The fact that they're telling me there's going to be persecutions there is proof that's where God wants me to go. <laughs> Some theologians say Paul made a mistake. If he wouldn't have gone there, he could have preached longer. They don't have any idea what the Word of God's talking about. Paul knew what he was supposed to do. He said, the Holy Ghost is telling me in every city I go that bonds and afflictions await me. But none of these things move me. Neither account I my life dear unto myself. You see, that I might finish my course with joy. Con tal que termine mi carrera con gozo. And, the, and the ministry of the gospel of God. Y el ministerio del, del evangelio de Dios. Paul, when he heard there was going to be persecutions, he said, that's where I need to go. And if you remember way back in Acts chapter 9, whenever the, uh, Ananias came and, and, and spoke God spoke to Ananias and said, "Hey, that, don't be afraid to go talk to Paul because he's a chosen vessel." Y recuerdan en, en Hechos capítulo 9 cuando Ananías uh, se le dijo que fuera a hablar con Pablo, dijo, "No tengas miedo de ir a hablar con él porque es un, un, un vaso escogido." And the exact message that Ananias had from the Lord for Paul was this. Y el, el mensaje exacto que Ananías tenía para Pablo era este. He's a chosen vessel. Es un, es un, un vaso escogido. He's going to stand before kings. Va a pararse delante de reyes. Boy, everybody would like a, a calling like that, wouldn't they? A todos les gustaría un llamado así, ¿no? But the other part of the calling was this. Pero la otra parte del llamado era. God went on to tell Ananias, and I'm going to show him how much he's going to suffer for my name's sake. Dios le dijo a Ananías, le voy a mostrar cuánto tiene que sufrir por mi por mi causa. 
What a wonderful calling, right? <laughs> Everybody wants a worldwide ministry and stand before kings and princes. That sounds great. But the other part of it is that he had to suffer. So when everybody was telling him that if he goes to Jerusalem, he's going to suffer, he says, Amen, that's where I need to go then. He held on to that vision that he had. Él se agarró de esa visión que tenía. He held on to it. Se agarró de ella. He wanted to be faithful to it. Fiel a ella. You see, it's the word of his patience. Es la palabra de su paciencia. In Acts 26 verse 19. En Hechos 26 19. Paul finishes his testimony to King Agrippa and says this. Pablo termina su testimonio al rey Agripa diciendo. Whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision. Dice él por lo cual, O rey Agripa, no fui rebelde a la visión celestial. I was not disobedient. I, 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 understood, I understood what he called me for and that's what I've continued doing even though things don't always work out like I think they will. I want to be faithful to the end. I want to finish my course with joy. But I, but I'm, I was faithful. I finished my course with joy. And I like what he says in verse 22. Having therefore obtained help from God, I continue unto this day. Amen. The word of patience. Are we willing to hold on to it? Whether things get good or whether things get bad. La palabra de su paciencia, ¿no? Si nos estamos aferrando aún a ella, a su promesa, ya sea que estén, vayan las cosas bien have o mal. ¿No hemos esposado a Jesús aún? For better and just for better or for better and worse? Solamente para lo, para lo bueno o para lo bueno o para for lo malo. For better or worse. Para bien o para mal. We're with Jesus. We want to be faithful to him. Estamos con él, queremos ser fieles a él. And the final uh, title for God's word that we're still going to be studying as the Lord helps us here is the word of life. Lo último question is what, what's increasing in our life our knowledge of God's word or our practice of it Philippians chapter 2 Philippians chapter 2 16 says holding forth the word of life that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain neither labored in vain. Holding on to the word of life. It's not just a word that we can make doctrine books out of. It's a word of life. One day a man was talking to some missionaries that had been off in foreign countries and part of those, that missionary work was translating the Bible into the language of those countries. And as these missionaries were explaining to this, this, other, this, this elderly man about how hard their work has been to translate the Bible and spend day after day studying the language. Mientras estos 
You know, it's it's difficult to translate, right, Martín? Es difícil traducir, ¿no? Right, you got to understand the language well enough to put it in the right words. Hay que entender quizás el lenguaje para ponerlo en la, en la palabra adecuada, ¿no? And some of these people they have to go to a place where there's no written language and actually first of all make the language into written form. That's what they did in India. Algunas de estas personas tienen que ir a un país quizás donde no hay ni siquiera un lenguaje escrito. Primero tienen que eh, eh, poner el lenguaje escrito para como hicieron tuvieron que hacer en India, ¿no? William Carey, that's the movie you saw last week, right? That's what he went to India, right? Yeah, he was a missionary. He helped, and, and some of these missionaries, they actually had to get the language of the people onto paper, actually make the alphabet for them. Y como este misionero, no, que ellos tuvieron que ir a este a estos lugares y aún poner el lenguaje de ellos en forma escrita para ellos. One one story I like is how at a certain tribe, uh, a certain place, they're trying to translate the Bible, the word hearts. But it's different in that language. Una historia que me gusta es como en un lugar en que trataban de traducir la palabra corazón a su lenguaje, pero es diferente. Here in English, we use the word heart to, you know, refer to our emotions or what we say, ask Jesus into your heart, that kind of a thing. Aquí en inglés usamos nuestra palabra corazón refiriendo quizás a nuestra emoción, cómo lo sentimos, ¿no? Yeah. And we talk, we're not really referring to the physical thing that beats inside our chest. We're referring to that thing, that part inside of us where our feelings, our emotions, everything really is, our will, our decisions, and that's how we accept Christ into our hearts. Y no no nos referimos realmente al al a lo físico, al órgano que es, sino a esa parte de nosotros, nuestros sentimientos, nuestras emociones, así como recibimos a Cristo en nuestro corazón. But in the country that uh, where they were translating the Bible, they found out that 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 there they didn't refer to the the beating part inside of them as their heart they referred to their liver y por en este lugar se dieron cuenta de que el corazón realmente no se refería al órgano que palpitaba sino de que más bien tenía una referencia al hígado yeah it's hard for us to understand us but this is the way translation is they had to translate the idea so every place in the bible where it said heart they had to put the word liver así que en cada lugar en la biblia en que traducían la palabra corazón Tenía que poner el lenguaje de ellos hígado. Yeah, and can you imagine going? Uh, would you please ask Jesus into your liver today? Te imaginas preguntar si te gustaría recibir a Cristo en tu hígado hoy? I mean, it sounds really ridiculous to us, but the same way it would sound ridiculous to them to ask him into the heart because they don't think of the heart; they think of the liver. Sería ridículo a nosotros, pero así mismo sería para ellos si si le dijeras que aceptan a Cristo en su corazón, porque para ellos And there's lots of stories of translating the Bible into other languages. It's been a tremendous uh, a lifetime work for many groups of people to do that. Y hay muchas historias acerca de traducir la Biblia en diferentes lenguajes que ha sido un trabajo ardo, ¿no? Para muchas personas. But as this one elderly man was listening to these missionaries talk about how they were working on translating the Bible, he he listened to them, and when they were finished, he made a comment. Pero mientras este anciano escuchó a estos misioneros del trabajo que yo había hecho para traducir la Biblia, les escuchó y después al final hizo un comentario. He says, he said, I didn't realize it. He says, but my my grandmother, she's she's a Bible translator too. Y él dijo, yo no me di cuenta, sabes, mi mi abuela era también era traducía la Biblia. And he said, well, how? How was that? I mean, what country did she go to, or what language did she translate the Bible into? Y ellos le preguntaron cómo es eso, o sea, en qué lenguaje, qué país ella tradujo la Biblia. Oh, he says, well, it wasn't another country. She's been right here in America translating the Bible. Él le dijo, no es, no fue en otro país, sino que aquí mismo en América ella tradujo la Biblia. These missionaries were scratching their head and saying, what, what language was she translating the Bible into? Y ellos se recascaron la cabeza preguntando, pero qué lenguaje ella tradujo la Biblia. Did she go to some school to learn how to do that, or how is it she's translating the Bible here in America? 
América. ¿Fue alguna escuela para aprender a hacer eso? ¿Cómo fue que ella tradujo la Biblia? How long has she been doing it for? ¿Cuánto tiempo lo estaba haciendo? Oh, all her life she's been working on translating it. Él le dijo toda su vida ha trabajado en traducirla. These missionaries said, well, what, what language is she translating the Bible into? Y estos misioneros dijeron, pero qué, qué lenguaje, qué lengua es que ella la tradujo? He said, well, she's translating into everyday living. Ella dijo, ella la traduce dentro entre el, la vida diaria, ¿no? Yeah, she's translated it into everyday living. Ella la traduce a la vida diaria. So I guess God is looking for some Bible translators today. Yo creo que quizás Dios está buscando por traductores de la Biblia hoy. Amen. Let's all stand. Vamos a estar de pie. Amen. Let's see if we find that song. song today Amen, Amen We say Amen to your word Amen, Amen Lord, your word we now receive Amen, Amen We say Amen to your word Amen, Amen Father, thank you for your living word that you've given to us. Help us like Job, Lord, even more so, because we understand more than Job did. Help us also to say, Lord, that we esteem your word more important than our necessary food. It's the bread of life, Lord. Every word that proceeds out of your mouth, Father. It's Jesus. It's living life, bread. Grace, truth, power. Thank you for your word, Lord. Let your word have preeminence in our lives. Let your word reign in our lives. Thank you today for each person here, Lord. And I pray that somehow these words would be grafted into our hearts. And produce fruit, Lord. Thank you for each one here today, Lord. 
Thank you for your presence here. Thank you for our children that are being ministered to in children's church. Lord, we thank you for the word of life filling their souls and minds today. Help us to be like Mary, to choose that better part, to sit down at your feet just to hear you speak, Lord. It's the word of truth. Let that sword pierce our hearts throughout this week, Lord. It's the word of patience. Teach us to trust you, Lord. We can walk by faith and not by sight. It's the word of life. Help us to be Bible translators, dear Lord. All the rest of our lifetime, translating your word into living experience. Let our amen to your word be more than just a mental agreement. Let it be our very life today. In Jesus' name. Amen. All the church says. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. Amen. Greet one another and take these words with you. Amen.